podcast winding down in the end of this year, ladies and gentlemen. Only got a few days left uh, for those who may be hearing this around the particular time. Happy, uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, let up. Happy New Year by then. Good jazz. If, if I mean, you know, if the Lord, the Lord's willing. But uh, I'd like to welcome everybody back to the show. So we are kind of tying to what we talked about last episode, but kind of not really. And I'll explain why. Last episode, we talked about organizing yourself. Uh, this episode today, we're talking about how to let a client go, right? How those two tie together, at least from my perspective, is, okay, you organize your life. You realize, oh, these are the things that I don't necessarily need anymore in my life, right? Mm-hmm. Or the things that, you know, you kind of put in your pile to go to Salvation Army or whatever it is, you know? It's been a great ride. It served you in the given time, but sometimes it's time to let go. Cue boys to men mm-hmm. and in the road at some point in this episode. Mm-hmm. But it is a part of the getting ready and preparing yourself for what's coming next, the next phase, the next season mm-hmm. uh, of what you're doing, right? And I think well, where we get tripped up a lot is not thinking that um, the things that we've accumulated are things that we uh, essentially need to let go right and it's not necessarily for a bad thing you might have a bad breakup a bad snap or what you need to do or you just realize that you and the client comes to uh, has come to a place where no uh you both have grown or you both have changed or evolved in a particular point and sometimes it, you may or may not be serving uh be of service to them as they need in the capacity right and i can look to a lot of different things that on more of a positive note, because I think we talk about the negative note side of things, is you transitioning, let's say the client transitioning to bringing more of their designs in-house because they had somebody that they could handle those things in-house, um, or you are giving it off to uh, an agency with more of a capacity to handle more of the things that they want to do on a strategic level. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you've done a good job in training and, and, and development of workflows that they understand it and they comprehend it and they can handle it on their own. There's a lot of different ways that, that, could, uh, that you could go with it. Um, but interesting enough, not every relationship, every relationship is designed to last. It designs right. to grow and evolve. Right. Uh, so I'll kick it off to you for initial thoughts on that direction. Well, you covered quite a bit. That was, I felt like a slight SNL monologue, but I liked it. You set it up very well. Um, one thing I would say that also can happen is where you no longer have the capacity mm. to deal with that client. And it may be that... Um, you take on bigger projects that maybe pay you more, and so it may squeeze out a client who you've been working with for a while. Um, but yeah, I, I think one of the biggest lessons for, for me has been when to pull the plug. Mm. And it's not something that I take lightly. I always deliberate probably far too long, in part out of fear, right, to be honest, because then it's like, okay, I need to replace that income, or maybe I don't need to replace it right away, but can I sustain myself if I part ways with this other client? Um, mm. And so things like that come into play as well. Right, and and it, and it could evolve with something that is meant to be like a short-term thing ends up over, you know, staying a little bit longer. For whatever reason it may be, more mm-hmm. opportunities kind of came on the tail end. Mm-hmm. Or again, it's learning when to let go or to really transition out 
or being in that position where you're always available, so you kind of have this growing relationship with it, and you kind of, next thing you know, you wake up five years from now, oh, you're still here. And it may be a good place if you're still there, if it's still serving both parties. Um, but it could happen, and it's one of those things that could be tied to just avoiding the fact that this needs to be like a disengagement, or you know, just learning to go your separate ways. Tremaine, I see the light bulb <laughs> flickering over there. What's it's going on? It's not flickering. You shut up. Uh, I think it's interesting because listening to you guys talk, I realize that I'm always thinking of how I could let customers go. Mm. Like that's always something like in the wheelhouse, even in the initial conversations, like. I almost have a calculator of how much time I want to spend working with this person. Mm. Um, and I think that's in part because for the large part, I'm not necessarily doing the services that I would like to do. Um, or would most, I think, would most like to do is a better term. So whenever it is that I'm having a conversation with anybody, like I feel like to have a client, like I've had clients for like two and three years, and I like there's there's usually a point where I'm like, why are they still calling me? <laughs> like why why like why? And like, that could be a good. thing. I mean, you may be it could uh, stand for you being the go-to person, like the person that's always available. You know what I mean? If we. I'm pretty sure we're gonna go through some dating parallels in this episode. I'm pretty sure. But anyway, but Mark, but you're always open and available, or you're the one that they could rely on. Point yeah. blank, period. But I, yeah. So that is, that is valid. It's just that I realize that I don't. I automatically have a calendar, like a like a like a checklist, mm -hmm. or, or mm. of a certain amount of time that I think is. Mm -hmm. fine to have a customer then after that I need I like I actively start looking for somebody to hand that over to wow. like actively mm -hmm. no shame in the game um uh, and so well mm -hmm. before yeah, yeah yeah to go back into something that we talked about in an earlier episode to uh how I how you best serve right so I had to realize that after a certain amount of time I get fatigued with your idea mm. so it's very difficult for me after that point to be able to serve you properly or to be able to uh, be able to like throw out ideas or throw out what you need as quickly as I did in the beginning. Because after a while it's it's not it's not fresh. It's, it's not, not fresh, it's not This is very interesting thing. to me and I kinda wanna fight this a so, little So no, but that's but fine. I just had to realize that that's that depends on for the person. Me. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. For me, I had to realize that I prefer shorter-term engagements. Mm. Um, if we work in for something like on a specific goal, on a specific mm. campaign, okay. Okay. that works. By preference. Pre not by not preference. Okay. Yeah, yeah, by yeah, preference okay. and also how I see I work best. Right. Okay. And I vibe with that. Because in the same way, but approached differently, and we talk about being, again, tying to last episode, of it, in terms of being not only aware of your processes and your activities, but it's definitely being aware of the clients and the type of work that you want mm -hmm. to work on, right? So yeah. like, I think for me moving forward, my kind of a preference, if you will, would be working with clients that have more of a longer term impact um, that I could appreciate. So not necessarily that, that I don't get bored of, per se, but they align with the same type of things I wanna do Therefore, right. the interest is a lot more of a, it's a sustained, ongoing mm -hmm. relationship. So regardless sense. of, let's say, I mean, you can't really control it, but let's say you are engaged with this particular client and 
what you may be doing for that particular client may not be the the most exciting thing in the world. Mm-hmm. You at least you know this thing that you're doing is still contributing to the bigger vision and the vision and the mission that you could align with with that set of client. Right. If that makes sense. Right. So if we're working like with an agency that helps startups, right? You may be doing an email newsletter, but mm-hmm. that mission is tied to okay, getting the message. So it's just mm-hmm. aligning that purpose and that passion mm-hmm. to kind of keep that a, a, a flame for that long term relationship. Now that over time needs to be audited as well too, because it, you get at different phases and levels that you need to address just based off uh, capacity. Um, but again, it's, I think it really comes down to the same thing in terms of any relationship is just sustaining that flame, but sustaining that fire, so everybody's still getting something out of the out of that. Um, right, that but that comes from the angle that you want long term clients, though. Mm-hmm. Everyone right. doesn't you have to want be, that. You have to be positioned that way, and I get, that's why know. I get what Tremaine was saying in you terms have of to like, know what you want. if you want short term engagement, that's fine too, and I, I get that very strategically from a point of like building up a portfolio is. It takes longer to build a portfolio if you have more longer-term clients. Right. So that's just a reality. Or it's just like, okay, quick one, two, sharp, you know, um, keep within scope projects that you know you can control by having that short-term mm-hmm. thing. I get all the strategy behind that. Like or I you say, need stimulation. Right. Preference. I get it. I vibe. All yeah. three of them. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All three of them. Yeah. My thing, I think for me, it's... I offer a range of services in part because people may ask me to do something and then they don't have the foundation for me to do that thing so then I have to go further back. But so those things might be what I may call monotonous. So if it if the ratio of monotony to I'm excited and stimulated by this thing drags on too long and it's too high. Right. Then yeah, we can part ways. And then there's also cases in a project that you may not want to do this project, but you kind of weigh the cost-benefit analysis of, okay, uh, am I able to take risk in this project? Am I able to learn something new from this project? That you'd be like, okay, I'll ride this out Mm -hmm. for a little bit. This makes me a better person. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I may stay for that particular project. But it has to be very calculated, very, very, very calculated. And that's... I get that a lot of projects aren't like that, and Mm -hmm. that comes with a lot of discernment and wisdom in order to take projects like that where, okay, I'm learning, which means there's a high chance I'm going to fail at a lot of things, but because it's still a beneficial thing, Mm -hmm. no no bridges will get burned and they'll Mm -hmm. understand the relationship. But with that being said, thinking about it, you have to be very, you have to be more strategic in terms of when it comes time to disengage for that project, how does that look? Because now you become Mm-hmm. that reliable thing or that mm-hmm. person that is only responsible for this particular thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to weigh, okay, is this, whoever's getting the hand off on this, are they capable of doing this? Can that person do it? So you have to, yeah. you kind of have to weigh all those things in terms of like, okay, you know, who gets the house? Yeah. Who gets the car? You know, who gets the kids on the weekends? Like stuff like that. Yeah, and then yeah. to tie into that analogy, Let's say you get the house, but you can't afford the mortgage. Mm. What was the point of you getting the house? Mm. Like, why did you fight tooth and nail? Mm. Um, so I say all that to say you, at least for me, my thing is I never want to leave a client. Um, high and dry. High and dry. Right. Or, well, that's a double-edged sword, though. Or in a dire strait. 
like for me even when I had jobs I always had hand over notes and I mentioned this before yes I may have been the only person doing that but I will put a roadmap in place so that whoever comes behind me and does it they can follow the procedures and do it the same way and no one can tell the difference mm. as long as they follow it right. the way I was doing it right Right, right, right. And I think me, me and Tremaine talked about this briefly on Saturday in relation to kind of a, like an exit document or like a, you know, like a, mm-hmm. you know, once this relationship is over, what mm-hmm. are the things that are in place or setting it up ahead of time for that eject. So yeah. Like what does it, I think the word that we use is like, what does an eject button document look like in That's terms of like. the word that we use. I would never have used that. I use it. I know I use it. I didn't know you agreed to it, but that's no, what I, I use. <laughs> but like, yeah, I mean, in a worst case, if you just it's, need to, okay, let's say the relationship just goes down the drain and yeah. you just need to pull the plug. Yeah. What does a document look like that? Or rather, what does a document that contains that safety precaution mm-hmm. look like? Right. So I just want to say quickly that you have to be careful because... I do that out of kindness of my heart. Mm. So everyone won't do that. Mm. There are cases I've stepped into situations where the person left and I had to figure it out. Mm. So on paper, I agree. You have to, you have to know as a consultant, and then from your client's perspective as well, mm. because they may say, "Okay, you're ending the relationship. I need you to explain how you do all of this, and I need you to document it." Mm. And they may say, "Well, and I'm not going to pay you for that time to do that." Mm. I just, just an expectation. You know, but weirdly enough, the thing I thought about too that day, but I didn't verbalize it at all, is that on that regard too, especially when we come to engage in clients, the person before us wasn't that kind to us. Correct. We had to learn where the bits and pieces quick. are. Quick. Quick, 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 quick. Or, no, I mean, okay, so the benefit of that as well too, we may have been experienced enough to understand what's going on quickly. Right, so not to really completely yeah. crap but on in every the person new before. Situation, right, but in yeah. every new situation, there's new dynamics. You have that Correct. wealth of experience, but then you still have to learn the politics. You have yeah. to learn the chain of command and all of that. Mm-hmm. Right, and then we kind of make it. So in that regard, it, it positions myself, and this kind of helps with that guilt and that fear of letting go. Because at, when it's all said and done, could you at least say you've made the situation or that a little bit better than where you met it, yeah. right? And I think that's something you could be like, okay, at least I could do this. Like, it wasn't worse than what it was before. It's a little bit better, it's a little bit contained. There may have been some understanding in terms of, again, and it's crazy how this is coming to relationship uh, analogies, but like, again, even if it things go awry or sour, mm-hmm. can, both people's, uh, can both parties say they left better? Yeah. After that engagement, whether you might have learned something of a uh, better yeah. experience, and is did the client uh, achieve more goals, or do they have more clarity right. in terms of where they want to go and where that direction? I think if both people can leave, then you could feel less guilty about mm-hmm. staying longer than you need to, and then you mm-hmm. could push out. And ideally, you know, back to a relationship, if you all see each other in the streets, you'll be able to hail yeah. and keep it moving. Fine. How's it going? How's that campaign doing? Boom, you how the numbers that. look like. Oh, you got a thousand this month? Nice. You that's can have a conversation. That's an awesome long conversation. Even yeah, if it's just, hey, <laughs> you know, hope all is well, and then you you, yeah. you walk away yeah. without that 
the stuff, the bitterness, the whatever. I just find that so hilarious because you literally gave conversations based on your personality. Travis went deep because that's how he is. He he will drum mm-hmm. up a conversation and trying to keep it nice and short and sweet. But even to that note, though, <laughs> even to that note, though, again, being too like because you have so much of a history. It's easy to get loop back on it. Say, Ma, no, you don't want to do this email for template. Because you, you like people. <laughs> you don't want to do that email template. Uh, you know, everything is a really quick job, and then you get loop back, and again, it's like, oh, yeah, what and, is. And how I handle it is short. Uh, this is what you say bing, bang, boom. Right. Protection. Verbally. Just have um, all your things in place. I just literally will verbally say, yeah. this is what you do, this is how you craft it, you know. Hope all goes well. Mm. Keep it moving. Bye. Bye. So I think, so. I actually have a, a client uh, that I do some content development for, and this is something that he does internally with his own stuff, like his own personal life even, like he writes manuals. He actually, like that's his, his gift, like he can take anything, break it down, and he can train people on it, right? And so he has asked me, uh, as a paid service to document what I do for him so that in the event that mm-hmm. I dip out or in the event that Makes he sense. decides to go to somebody else, there's a document mm-hmm. of the entire process. And we yes. had to build this process from scratch. This wasn't necessarily something that he was doing before. Yeah. So I took that and I was like, okay, okay, this makes sense. Because I always wanted to do a handover document. It just seemed mm-hmm. to make sense to me. And I had to realize that I was doing that sort of kind of. Uh, in a kind in a sporadic way, where after I disengage from somebody, like I would send them emails, okay, and oh, if they sent me an email asking asking for something, I'd be like, okay, this is what it is, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, mm-hmm. and that. So the idea of having that stuff put together from the get go, mm-hmm. from very early on in the engagement, like making a log of the passwords and usernames, yes. making a log of the programs that I use and whatever. If like, so I'm using Canva for a customer the type the names of the templates so that she can go in and she can use them mm-hmm. herself like making mm-hmm. a, a list of this is how i schedule to facebook this mm-hmm. is how i schedule to instagram mm-hmm. this is how we do this this is how we do that so that in the event that she called me tomorrow and be like man i can't pay you for january i have this document that hey don't worry about it here's what you do mm-hmm. <laughs> uh mm-hmm. and she could go run yeah. it yeah right. yeah right. so yeah, if you got a breakup, yes. make it short and sweet. Make short it, and sweet. Make it, you know, as everything's in place. Enough on you as easy possible. enough for you as possible. Yeah. Make sure the transition is smooth as possible. Things are clear. Mm. You know. And try not to burn bridges. And don't burn bridges. Because, again, it may be y'all, yeah. y'all might, you know. It you may know, be a case the where the bridge might, has to be burned. Right. Or the client may come yeah. up and, you know, up and come and be like, hey, bought, like, I got that. <laughs> I got that funded. <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah. right and dirty. But <laughs> I, think, to... I think, regardless of how the relationship ends on your end, you should be you should be clear. Like mm-hmm. if you, even if it's a horrible, no good, bad situation, mm-hmm. you don't want to give anybody the ability to it truthfully point a finger at you and say that person left me. You know, up a creek without and a To path. the best of your ability. To because the at the end of, of the day, every things happen. things happen. People will be stuck on a perspective mm-hmm. on what it was, depending on how they felt treated. True. Especially, very, very true. Especially with, in organizations that have, like, huge bureaucracy mm-hmm. in terms of yeah. 
how the chain goes. It's just, I mean, not even tying to one particular person. It's just so much people in one organization, mm-hmm. our perspective could get mm-hmm. mixed and whatever. But I agree. Just make sure you are of guilt-free conscience to understand where it is. And again, and I don't know if anybody else had anything to say before like kind of wrapping up, but um, this is a key component of getting ready for the new year because, you know, a lot of times we're just like, okay, this is what I need to do next year. We kind of load the plate off and we really, unless you feel that you need to do it, don't really take in consideration what you need to trim down or to let go. So this is one perspective of letting go. It may be other things that you need to do too in terms of other obligations that may not may or may not be um, client-related. Um, maybe it might be diverting goals or really or reorganizing goals where you kind of hit it more on a domino side of things. It's just like, hey, I don't want to take over the world this year, but if I do this, this, and this this year, maybe I could get closer to that. It's just really realigning everything and just... Starting from scratching and rebuilding it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, if nothing else, something else? No, I don't think so. I think in another in another episode, we're probably going to explore maybe what that looks like from a practical step standpoint. Mm. As far as notification and putting things in writing and documenting and all of that. Mm. Right. Got to get like ego on board. Like a legal guest, mm-hmm. and yeah. then kind of tie that with our experience. But anyway, no. yeah, definitely a great episode. Uh, as always, thank you all for tuning in. These episodes were recorded at Venture Coworking, number seventeen Rosetta Street, where we are tool spaces and resources for entrepreneurs. Um, stop in, find out a little bit more about membership, um, and get plugged into the community. See what it's all about, and try to take yourself to the next level as always thank you for tuning in i'm travis i'm shana i'm tremaine and peace and by the time you may or may not be hearing this happy new year 2020 yes happy 2020 peace blessings